I'm Kennedy. And I'm Emily. And welcome to the Reflecting Christ podcast. Today we are doing part two of the tongue, and we are going to be focusing on swearing and taking the Lord's name in vain. Ooh, that's some interesting stuff. It is. Why don't we pray and then we can get into it? Let's do it. Okay, I'll pray. Dear Lord, I just thank you so much for this day. I thank you for giving Emily and I this opportunity to speak to our listeners. I pray that you will just um, speak through us, help us to be a vessel for you, Lord, um, and that your words will trump ours. Lord, I pray that you will um, help our listeners to just listen to what you have to say to them through this podcast, and I pray that you'll help them to dwell and think about um, your authority, Lord, not ours. Um, We are just here to speak on your behalf, and I pray that you will just help us to represent you well. In your holy name, amen. Amen. So going into the topic of swearing, we want to acknowledge the fact that this is a controversial topic, even among believers. And I think it's important to understand that everyone has different convictions and we don't want and intentions with things and we don't want to make anyone feel like we are judging them if the if you have a different opinion than we do Mm -hmm. or a different conviction i think is more important um because yeah everyone is convicted about different things and if you are if we're being mindful of our convictions and like praying to praying to god asking him to convict us where we need to be convicted and being intentional about seeking that out then like that's between you and god and we're not here to tell you that what you're hearing from god is right or wrong but we are taking the things that we see in through the bible and through god's character and applying them to this topic yeah and i think to be blunt so our listeners know exactly what we're coming from and Mm -hmm. where we we feel um convicted that swearing is not the most effective way to reflect Christ well. Yes. So if you have a different opinion than us or conviction than us, um, I guess we just ask you to hear us out. Hear us out. And And also think about what we're saying because we are drawing our points from biblical standpoints. Yeah. And if you have any questions, you can always DM us, Mm -hmm. ask us um, why we think the certain things we do. but we would also love to hear you out as well. Mm-hmm. And so we are so happy to have a conversation about um, where you find your convictions and where we find ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first verse that we want to look at is Romans 14, 19 through 21. It says, Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All food is clean, but it is wrong for a person to eat anything that causes someone else to stumble. It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or to do anything else that will cause your brother or sister to fall. So I need to talk about the history about this because it can be confusing. Oh, they're talking about food. So in the Old Testament, there were certain foods that the Israelites were not allowed to eat. And that was part of the law before Christ came. So then when Jesus came and died on the cross and paid the ultimate sacrifice, that law about food was nullified is that the right word done away with um and we know that because of the vision that um the lord gave to peter when he 
brought down the food and he said, Peter, eat or whatever. And he was like, no, I can't eat that. That's unclean. And he was like, nothing is unclean that I've created. And anyway, so the history of this verse is that because of that, there was controversy among the believers on whether or not they should be eating certain foods. And so this is talking about people's convictions on what to eat. And so he's saying some people will eat foods or certain foods, some people won't. And like some people have these convictions, some people have those and that's okay. And that's between you and God, but what, but your convictions or lack of convictions should never cause someone else to stumble. And the thing is, we don't know what sin struggles or convictions other people have, and we don't want our convictions or lack of conviction to cause someone else to slip into sin. For example, say someone around you has been convicted that swearing is wrong. And for them, it's been something that they've had to work on overcoming. And um, because if you have a conviction that something is wrong, and then you do it anyway, that's a sin because that's going against what God is telling you to do. So say someone else has this conviction and they've worked hard to overcome this sin struggle and then you're around them swearing, it can be very easy and tempting for them to fall back into that sin that they have worked hard to overcome. And so that would be an example of how your convictions or lack of convictions could cause someone else to stumble. I think the word um, edifying in the verse when it's saying, um, let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. That's saying, you know, let us do what is going to improve people morally or intellectually. Mm -hmm. Is it going to improve upon someone morally if we are swearing or using words that could cause another person to stumble? Mm -hmm. No, that wouldn't be helpful in that situation. And I think mm -hmm. another good example is like, swearing around children or swearing around people who aren't able to fully see your point of view on maybe why you think swearing is okay. Mm -hmm. Kids are going to hear a swear word and they're going to think, oh, they said it. I can say it too in whatever way I want mm -hmm. to. Even if you're really careful to not use it to put other people down or to use it in destructive ways, if a child hears that, they're probably just going to say it however they want to and they're not mm -hmm. going to be as thoughtful about it as you are. And there's also parents who probably don't want their kids to hear those swear words. And if you're exposing them to those things, that's going against what a parent wants to bring a child up in. Um, and I think that could just cause some conflict as well. So I think in that sense, it's always better to err on the side of caution and just not say those words because mm -hmm. it's not going to do any detriment to not say them, but it will, it can bring detriment to say them in mm -hmm. those situations. Yeah. I think one of the key things is like we want to do the best that we can to help others in their sanctification and in their journey of becoming more like Christ. How are we as their fellow believers playing like doing our best to help in their sanctification? Yeah. Um, yeah. Another point with this is that we are called to reflect Christ. So I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think that Jesus swore? Just like think about it for a little bit. Can you picture Jesus walking around? I don't know. For me, I cannot picture Jesus walking around dropping F-bombs. Like <laughs> that just, to me, it seems like it goes against his character and I'll get into why. But like we are called to reflect Christ. And um, 
So why can't I picture Jesus walking around dropping F-bombs? Jesus was holy, and he didn't let any unwholesome talk come off of his tongue. In 1 Peter 1.16, it says, Be holy, for I am holy. And if Jesus didn't have crude or unwholesome language, why should we when we're called to reflect him and live the way that he did? Yeah. And I think this also goes into, why don't we let kids swear? Because it's crude language. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, doesn't that just seem so wrong? Because kids are innocent. Kids are pure. We're called to be pure and innocent, too. Mm-hmm. We're called to have faith like a child. Why Why does age mean that we can use crude language? Mm-hmm. It's just something to think about. If God, if Jesus, if if we can't picture Jesus walking around swearing, then we should avoid that, too. Yeah. Because we want to be holy as he is holy. Mm-hmm. Going off that, we both know people who would say it's kind of contradicting when people say they're a Christian, but then they're also swearing. Mm-hmm. And not everyone, but we know believers and non-believers who correlate swearing with something non-Christians do. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to give anyone any reason to question the genuineness of our faith. We mm-hmm. want people to... um be able to look at us and see, wow, they live a life completely contra- contradicting to the world. Mm-hmm. Like they, you can tell that they are not of this world, that mm-hmm. they are meant for something bigger yeah. and that they know that and that they're living for eternal life. And so I think sometimes swearing can give off the wrong message, mm-hmm. even when we're not trying for it to. Mm-hmm. And so because there's that correlation of, oh, someone swears, therefore they must not be a Christian, which isn't. We're not saying that's true. Um, But because there can be that kind of assumption or generalization, sometimes I think it's just better to avoid it altogether Mm -hmm. so that you aren't tarnishing the name of Christ. Mm -hmm. Because like with our first statement is like, we don't think that it's the most effective way to reflect Christ. So with that, if if it does cause people to question, then that's not effective. Mm-hmm. And we want to, in every way, glorify God. And um, if we, so holy means to be set apart. So in other words, First Peter 1.16 is saying, be set apart for I am set apart. So if we are doing what the world is doing, that is hindering us from being as set apart as we could be. Yeah. So that's another thing to think about with swearing. Yeah. I think another thing is the Bible calls us not to put other thing, other people down. So I think we can draw a really fine line, not fine line, a really sharp line here and say, if you are using swear words to um, degrade somebody else or put somebody else down, you should not be using them mm-hmm. because the Bible calls us to lift other people up. Yeah. So by no means, this isn't, this isn't, I mean, this is just what the Lord says. The Lord says we should lift other people up. We should be um, slow to speak, slow to anger, quick to listen. We should be loving. Is it true? Is it honorable? Is it right? We need to draw a line there and mm-hmm. say, you should not be using swear words to put another people down, nor mm-hmm. should you be using other words to put another person down. But for sure, there that's where swear words would be crossing mm-hmm. a line. Absolutely. So the 
that pretty much wraps up swearing. Just, again, I want to reiterate that if you have different convictions than this, we are not in any way trying to put you down. Yeah, we're not trying to make you, con like, feel guilty or feel convicted. Yeah. Like, like we said, this is between you and God. Mm -hmm. And so we're just asking you, as listeners, whether you agree with us or disagree with us, whatever, to just think about it and mm -hmm. be like, okay, how can I be more uplifting with my words? And where is the Lord calling me maybe to be more uplifting? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be with swearing. It can be with anything else. Mm -hmm. But just to be thoughtful and mm -hmm. think about it. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons that we want you to think about it is because a lot of it, I believe, comes down to where your intentions are with swearing. Because swearing isn't necessary so what are your intentions with swearing? Yeah, I can share personally in my life, I really struggled with swearing when I was in high school. And it wasn't even that I liked swearing. It was I wanted to be like the world and I wanted to fit in in high school. And so I was willing to stoop to whatever the world says is funny, cool and and right. And so I was willing to swear so that I could fit in. That doesn't even have really anything to do with swearing, but it more so has a huge problem with where I'm laying my identity. Mm -hmm. So we, there can be a moment where it's a deeper heart issue and you need to take care of something completely different than swearing. Mm -hmm. Now, for me then, to deal with the identity problems, I needed to give up swearing because one, I, I felt convicted that it was crude talk and it wasn't uplifting or edifying for other people, but also to find my identity in the Lord, I needed to stop trying to fit in with the world. Mm -hmm. And that's what God calls us, like you said, to be holy, to be set apart. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that feels like a sacrifice because it's like, oh, now I don't get to be like the world and I stick out. But it's the best thing ever to just be a light for Christ. Mm -hmm. And you will never regret that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the next thing we're going to be talking about is taking the Lord's name in vain. So Exodus 27 says, You shall not take the name of your Lord God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. So this is one of the Ten Commandments, and but it's so easily skipped over, and it is taken so lightly. But like God is clearly not taking it lightly in this verse like you can see that it's not something that god takes lightly and anytime someone says like i just i need to i'm i think that i need to say specific what specifically what taking the lord's name in vain is because i think some people don't really understand what it means mm -hmm. but anytime you say oh my god or oh my lord that's that's taking the lord's name in vain and that hurts god because the name of God is so holy and so sacred. And so we dishonor it when we use it so flippantly and treat it as if like there's no need for reverence. Mm -hmm. When really like the name of God is so, God is so holy and so just everything that he, like he's God. We shouldn't be using, just like saying his name over a really good cupcake. Oh my, this is this cupcake is so good. Mm -hmm. And like, because 
we should hold his name with reverence because of who he is. Yeah. So you're disrespecting God mm -hmm. when you are just using it so flippantly and just mm -hmm. putting it, putting that bumper sticker on literally everything. Like mm -hmm. the name of the Lord should be only used to praise and honor him. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be used to praise and honor anything else. It shouldn't be used when you're angry or it, any scenario. You should mm -hmm. only be saying God when you are lifting it up in, mm -hmm. and referring to the person like referring yeah. to him calling him by name mm -hmm. and yeah yeah basically be him. respectful to your savior mm -hmm. yeah um so vain means useless so basically we're using the name of god for useless purposes and not giving it any importance or value so if you're curious what it means when it says you taking the lord's name in vain vain means useless um and so this is different than swearing because like there first of all there are so many other things you can say but it is a clear command mm -hmm. so stop taking his name in vain yeah because it's not one of those things in christianity that has like any gray area he is very clear about it mm -hmm. and yes there's grace when we slip up but we should be making every effort to not fall short in this area yeah. because it is not something that god takes lightly mm -hmm. And speaking of other options of things you can say, it's time for the list off game. It's time for the option off. Yeah, the option off. Okay. I mentioned last time. So Kennedy and I are going to give you a very long list of things you can say instead of taking the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> <laughs> so Kennedy, would you like to go first? Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Oh my word. Oh my stars. Goodness gracious me. Oh my lanta. Oh golly. Oh my heavens. Ah shucks. Dad burn it. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh brother. Oh crikeys. Blimey. Oh my. Oh cri- oh you already used crikey. Holy moly. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh my life. <laughs> oh my noodles. Oh cripes. <laughs> oh my waffles. Oh, sugar. Oh, shucks. Dearie me. Oh, my. Yes, I win! Oh, my moon. Oh, dang it. <laughs> well, I never. Um, oh, please. Uh, good grief. Goodness gracious. I caramba. <laughs> fetched you might have won <laughs> but the point is you can say literally anything that is not also bad 
Yeah. Because those words that we just said were pretty useless. So it fits the So they scenery. can't be used in vain. Yeah. Because they are vain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my golly gosh. Yeah. So um, basically the point is don't take God's name lightly because he sure doesn't. Yeah. And as he shouldn't. Yeah. He's the creator of the universe. He's a pretty amazing guy. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. He should wear a shirt that says, I'm a pretty big deal. Have you seen those onesies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, you get the point. Yeah. God's and, awesome. Yeah. And this is a command. Go Jesus. So don't take his name lightly. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Well, basically to wrap all this up, I think we should just say the same verse that we did last time mm -hmm. because it's just such a good verse and it can, I don't know, it just sums it all up beautifully. So it's Psalm 1914. It says, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Mm -hmm. So go be reflective of your words today and just make much of the name Lord. Of Jesus. Yeah, make yeah. much of the name of Jesus and yeah. go share the gospel. Go love other people well. Mm -hmm. um, Our purpose is to glorify God, so do it to the best of your ability. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's all the Lord asks of us is to serve and honor him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. We love you and God loves you more.